Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast in this Christmas season, and now as we prepare for the new year. My name is John Mason. Thank you for joining us. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What does a man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north. Around and around goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full. To the place where the streams flow, there they flow again. All things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing nor the ear filled with hearing. 
What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, see, this is new? It has been already in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. Another uncertain and troublesome year with yet another COVID variation. Given that so much has become politicised, where can we find a certain hope for the future? The question of the future in a troubled world is surely felt by anyone who reflects on life. Consider the opening lines of Ecclesiastes. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What do people gain from all the toil at which they toil under the sun? The book of Ecclesiastes is a strange book, and it's rather surprising to find it in the cluster of wisdom books in the Bible, for it doesn't seem to fit into the Bible's storyline at all. And while Ecclesiastes is quite depressing, it raises questions for us all. It's a little like a water-blasting cleaning machine as it cuts through the nonsense filling our lives, challenging us to ask what gives our lives meaning and purpose. The writer, self-styled the teacher, could have been David's son, King Solomon, who lived around 1000 BC, or someone who wrote up Solomon's wisdom. Furthermore, embedded in the word Ecclesiastes is the Greek word for assembly. Ecclesia. Ecclesiastes is what the teacher says to the assembly. How then does the teacher view life? What do people gain from all the toil at which they toil under the sun, he asks. The word gain is a commercial term, questioning the value or the bottom line, the profit of life. We work, we throw ourselves into life, we struggle, but what's it all worth? What's the point of it all? The phrase, under the sun, a recurring theme throughout the book, is a metaphor asking how we view life, as it were, from the outside. What sense can we make of life without reference to God? The answer is depressing. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities. The word vanity indicates that it's all in vain, pointless. The word can also mean a puff of wind or a mist. Later on in the book, the teacher speaks about life being like chasing the wind. A generation goes and a generation comes, he says, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises, the sun goes down, and hurries to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes round to the north. Round and round goes the wind, and on its circuit the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full. To the place where the streams flow, there they continue to flow. Like a scientist, he writes up his observations. The sun rises, sets, and rises again. The wind blows from one direction, then another, and yet another. The streams run into the sea, but the sea never fills up. In our terminology, he observes the evaporation of water and precipitation. 
the rain falling on the hills, forming streams that run into the sea, then evaporation, precipitation, and so on. The endless rising and setting of the sun, the blowing of the wind from every point of the compass, the endless movement of water, go on and on and on and on. It's a theme with which he begins verse 4. Generations come and generations go, but unlike everything around us, we're here, one moment, gone the next. What's the point of it all? So much of our life is spent working to achieve wealth, power, prestige, and what's the point? We're here one moment, gone the next. What's more, we're wearied in the brief time we're here. All things are wearisome, the writer says, more than one can express. Furthermore, he says, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, or the ear filled with hearing. One of Elton John's songs in The Lion King captures the mood. From the moment we arrive on the planet and blinking, step into the sun, there's more to see than can ever be seen, more to do than can ever be done. Why do we need new songs? Imagine if record companies said, instead of releasing new songs, we'll only be making available the best songs from the past. But ironically, Nothing new ever happens. There's nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it can be said, See, this is new? Nothing ever changes. Not even the news. It's only the names and faces. Even a pandemic isn't new. And there's something even more depressing. The time will come when you and I will be forgotten. Consider the words of verse 11, The people of long ago are not remembered, nor will there be any remembrance of people yet to come by those who come after them. So does the teacher have any solutions? An important test he applies is, Is there anything that's going to last? What will be left when the waves wipe out the sandcastles of our lives? What will be left when the winds blow on the idols we've erected in our hearts? He isn't saying life is all negative. Just don't stop to think about it. As we transition from one calendar year to the next, it's worth taking the time to stop and reflect, even read Ecclesiastes. Yes, there is hope for the future, whatever may happen in the coming year. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 and verse 26 provides a clue. For to the one who pleaseth him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. Ecclesiastes challenges us to look for answers about the meaning of life. Significantly, its answers take us into the larger biblical narrative, where we learn that God supremely holds out the answer to our questions in his Son, Jesus, whom he has appointed as the Lord over all. And because he is the Lord, he is our Saviour. In John chapter 20 and verse 31 we read, These things are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. So let me pray. Blessed Lord, you've caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant us so to hear them, 
read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that encouraged and supported by your holy word, we may embrace and always hold fast the joyful hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.
Almighty God, you have given us your only Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that we, being born again and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit, through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And let's pray for our leaders. Sovereign Lord, direct with your wisdom and power the leaders of the nations. Lord, give them such wisdom and understanding that they may restrain wickedness and vice and uphold justice and truth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And a prayer for people in need. O God, the Creator and Preserver of all humankind, We humbly pray for all who are in any kind of trouble, sorrow, sickness, anxiety or need. Lord, most of all, in your great mercy, bring comfort and hope through the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, who died and rose again to save us, and who gives us meaning and hope forever. We ask all of this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
John Mason is the speaker and writer of today's podcast. April Marks, a member of Christchurch San Francisco, is the Bible reader. Prayers are from an Australian prayer book, 1978, and the opening and concluding music is from St Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney. The carol, O Come All Ye Faithful, and the Aaronic Blessing are sung by the Cathedral Choir under the direction of Ross Cobb. The song, Christ Our Hope in Life and Death, with Keith and Kristen Getty and Matt Papa, is used with the kind permission of Getty Music. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.